Welcome to the Infinite Project Podcast. My name's Stephen and I'm the owner of the Infinite Project. We help men and women finish losing body fat for good, doing something they can stick to long term. We're against fad diets and quick fixes. We always play the long game. Welcome back to another episode. Hope you've all had a fantastic week so far and hope everybody is uh, getting ready for Christmas. It's going to be here ridiculously quick. I think it's a week on Monday, which is just mad. Honestly, don't know where December has gone. It's gone by in an absolute flash. Um, so yeah, hope you're all having a good week so far. Now, <clears throat> in today's episode, sorry, uh, we're going to be talking about five things that my kind of top clients do every week. Now, these I guess top clients, you would say, are the ones that get probably the best results in the long run, uh, the ones that are most consistent and get you know get to that transformational result. Um, so I kind of picked out five things that they kind of all do, similar things that they do, uh, which help them get results really fast uh, and also put them in a good place in the long run. So getting stuck straight in with number one. The first thing I noticed that a lot of my top clients do is that they plan their meals every single week before they do their food shop. It's like a habit. Um, now, this is something we work with a lot of clients when they start is getting them to be a little bit more structured with their week, with their diet. So they're actually planning out some of their meals and not just going into the week grabbing whatever the hell is most convenient. So a lot of my kind of best clients will take that time, usually at the weekend, before they do their food shop, to plan out breakfast, lunch, dinner, what they're having that week, what that actually looks like. It's not that they're prepping every single meal and spending the whole weekend cooking, it's that they've got the food in the fridge and in the cupboards so that as they go through the week, the food's there. If it's not there, you're getting grabbed whatever the hell is most convenient. So that's the first thing I notice majority of them do is just taking that time to plan out their meals for the week before they do their food shop. Again, if you do your food shop and then try to plan it, it's just a little bit more challenging. Um, but literally when I'm planning my meals or a lot of my clients, what they'll do is, like I say, they'll plan out their main meals, figure out you know what protein sources they need, what fruit and veg they'll need, what carb sources they'll need. Um, they'll figure out you know what recipes they're going to cook or whether they're having things that are quick and convenient. It just allows you to be a little bit, um, a little bit more intentional with your week week's food intake. You know, you might find that on Wednesday you're working late, so you definitely don't want to be coming home and cooking a, a forty-five minute recipe. You maybe want something quick and easy, so you plan that into your week. And doing this, hundred percent, makes it so much easier to stay on track, have a consistent week, and get unreal results. And like I say, the ones that get quick results and long-term results that are you know still making progress or have finished losing body fat within a year they 100% do this every single week. So yeah, definitely a brilliant habit to develop, planning your meals for the week before you do your food shop. Once you've done it a few times, you can just edit it each week um, and change some of the meals out. So yeah, it doesn't even take that long. Some of them will say five, 10 minutes max, and then you do the food shop and then you're kind of set for the week. So that's number one. Number two is being consistent with hitting their step count. Now, hitting your step count, what I would say on this one is that, you know, a lot of people think, oh, steps, I need to do 10, I need to do 10,000. Like, that's just not the case. Like, everybody's step kind of be different, depending on what you do for a living, depending on what you do day to day. Uh, you know, for example, I have a few clients who are on their feet all day. I've got, I've got one lady who easy hits 20,000 steps a day every day, but she's on her feet at her work all day. She's really active when she comes home. So 20,000 steps to her is like a doddle. She hits 15,000. She's like, oh, I've not really done much today, which is just mental. Uh, I've got others that hit five or 6,000 steps a day consistently, and that's what works best for them. They are away early in the morning, driving to work. They've got a seated desk-based job, and then they come home and they get a walk in at night. Like That's what works best for them. So your step count is going to be personal to you. But like I say, these top clients, like 
from all different step ranges. Like I've, like I've got a, a lady who's lost like close to 20 kilos now. She's done six to 7,000 steps a day consistently. Um, you know, that's her step range. She's getting nowhere near bloody 15 or 20,000, but you know, that works well for her. Now, these individuals that do hit these, you know, they hit their own step count consistently. Um, you know, what that basically does, it just gets them moving, gets them burning calories and helps them achieve that calorie deficit. So, you know, hitting your step count, the best way to go about that is just to make it make it a part of your routine. So whether that's, you know, depending on what your schedule is like, maybe that's getting a 20 minute walk in the morning, 30 minute walk in the morning. Maybe you get a walk in after a supper. I've got these other two clients who after every uh, supper time, they go out for a walk. They go out for a 45 minute walk. Uh, and that, that's just a part of their like mini ritual. Not unless it's <laughs> horrendous weather, but most weeks, most days they go out for a walk. It's just like a part of their routine. So that's the, the kind of key with this one. Yeah, to get consistent with hitting that step count is kind of making it a part of your routine. And again, keeping yourself active is only going to help you make more progress and keep your results in the long run if you can make this a habit. So that's number two, they're consistent with their step count. Like I say, their step count is personal to them um, and they've made it a part of their routine, a part of their habit. Um, Getting stuck in with number three is they plan which days they exercise with the date and the time. And it makes it 10 times more likely they'll actually exercise. Now, how many times in the past have you done this? Like I've done this in the past as well. Right, looking at the week, ah, I'm going to exercise on Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. Yeah, I'll, I'll try for Tuesday and then it's Friday and I've done nothing. <laughs> How many times does that happen? I've spoken to so many people over the years who have been exactly the same. Now, when you actually get clear on, right, I'm working out at Tuesday 7am, Thursday 6pm, Friday 6am, whatever the day and time is uh, that works around your schedule, like you're so much more likely to do it. It's a bit like if you book in for an appointment at the doctor, the hairdressers or, or something like that. You get a date and time, and chances are you're going to turn up and be there. Um, if you just said, "Yeah, I'll get my, I'll go to the doctor on Thursday or Friday or whatever, some point this week," chances are you probably forget. We've all got busy lives. Like we want to get clear on what day, what time we're exercising, and doing that makes it ten times more likely that you'll actually consistently get your workouts in. Um, so make a plan with your exercise, you know exactly what you're doing, get it in your calendar, everybody's got a smartphone nowadays, use your calendar on there, get clear on what, what your week looks like exercise-wise, and, and be smart with it as well, like, you know, if you've got a busy week, don't, you know, cause yourself more stress, be smart with it, um, you know, plan your days accordingly, you know, to your schedule, uh, but doing this will make it so much more likely, again, if you're leaving it to chance, and the chance that you come home from work and go, oh, you know what, I'll maybe go and quickly exercise, you know, chances are you won't, you'll be tired, well, just, it's so easy to default to not doing one, so, You've got to take that time to plan out when that you'll actually do them and put it in as a date and time. Because uh, if you don't do that, it's just so easy to get through the week and go, oh, next week I'll do it. And then it never happens. Number four is learn. Some of my best clients, they'll learn when to push, push on, and when to pull back. Now, we call this inside the program like a push week versus a pull week. Now, let me explain what that basically means. So, basically, a push week, we would define that as a week where you're absolutely standard week, there's nothing in your way, you've got no challenges along the way, it's just a pretty standard week, you'll get all your workouts in, uh, you don't maybe have that much or maybe the odd meal out or something like that, but apart from that, it's a pretty standard week. Now, we call that a push week, and say you had planned to do three workouts, you'd probably get three in, no problems at all. Now, a pool week, however, is where maybe you have a week where you're like, right, I've got two trips away with work, um, maybe you've got the cold, maybe, maybe you've got something on with the kids this week, maybe you've got a few days off, maybe you've got 
Uh, you know, you have to work overtime at work, you know, a week where you think, oh crap, this is going to be a tricky week. That's the kind of weeks where we pull back and maybe we do slightly less, but we do enough to keep moving forward. So someone that's maybe doing three workouts a week looks at that week and goes, right, I'm going to get one workout in at the start of the week, one workout in at the weekend, and anything else on top of that will be a bonus. Maybe they, that individual goes, right, from said I get 10,000 steps a day, I'm going to shoot for five or six uh, because I know I've got the cold just now and I don't feel well, so I'm just going to lower that a wee bit. It's all about being smart with your week and learning when to push on and when actually pull back because if you do that and play the long game you know that's where the real results come in every single individual that i've worked with that has had an amazing result has had a challenging week some have had really challenging months you know the reason they seen it through and you know played the long game and got that result is because they learned when to pull back yeah maybe when you pull back one week, maybe your stats are all over the place and you're like, oh, I feel like I've gone backwards. But if you play a long game and think, right, this is just one week, next week most likely will be much better. If you keep doing that, like in the long run, you're gonna see insane results. So yeah, that's definitely something I notice a lot. A lot of people really struggle with that because I think a lot of people when they have tried to lose body fat previously, they've kind of almost gone in with this mindset that every day should be kind of perfect. You should never be off it. should be absolutely perfect with every workout, every meal. But reality is life will always, always get in the way. And we don't want to uh, get derailed every time we get a challenge thrown away. We want to learn it to become more adaptable and resilient so that when we do have challenging weeks, we know what to do. We can pull back. We adjust to the week. We adapt to the week. Um, so that in the long run, we keep moving forwards. So like I said, every single individual I've worked with has had challenging weeks, had weeks where they've had no progress, where they've gone backwards. But in the long run, the reason they've got to that result is because they've learned to adapt to the week and pull back and know when to push on as well. So that's number four. And then fifth and finally, this is probably a big one as well, is they don't beat themselves up after a bad day. Again, they focus on that long game. So if you have a day where you go completely off track, uh, maybe your food intake's been horrendous over the weekend, these individuals, they don't beat themselves up about it. They literally draw a line in the sand and go, well, it is what it is, I'm back on it today. There's no there's no guilt attached to it, they just get back on it. And then within a, a week, boom, they're in the new territory again. I literally had this with someone two weeks ago. Uh, this lady in the group who has been an absolute legend, she's lost Oh, something like 15 kilos so far, been unbelievable. Um, and she'd had a horrendous five-day stint, just been completely off track, everything had gone out the window, eating crap, her weight had jumped up like three kilos. And then she just kind of snapped out and thought, right, I'm not gonna beat myself up about this. She got back on it. And then within six days, her weight was down in the new territory. That three kilos was gone and she'd lost even more. Um, so yeah, it's so important we don't beat ourselves up because from time to time, that's gonna happen. Uh, you know, we're gonna get unwell at times. Our energy levels are gonna drop. Our motivation will drop at times. Uh, you know, we're gonna have a lot of social events on sometimes. And sometimes we're not gonna be on it. We're not gonna see progress every week. And that's okay. That is absolutely fine. If we can focus on that long game, and we keep moving forwards, and we don't beat ourselves up about it, like honestly, it's it's an absolute game changer. That's probably the biggest one because you could smash all the other four, but if you absolutely destroy yourself with guilt every time you slip up and it totally derails you, then yeah, you're gonna be spinning your wheels because a lot of people... Well, you know, a lot of people are on and off diets all year because they beat themselves up for going off track. They go in with unrealistic expectations that you should never be slipping up, never, you know, having a bad meal or messing up at the weekend. Look, everyone does it. I do it. All my clients do it. You know, the reason they get results is because they don't beat themselves up about it and they, they get back on it uh, and they focus on that long game. Because like I say, if we zoom out, Again, I can look at some of the clients that have lost 20 to 30 kilos, which is an insane amount of body fat to lose. And over a 12-month period, they will have probably 
I don't know, 10, 12, 15 bad days, bad weekends, times where they've gone completely off track, but the rest of the time, they've been really good. So, you know, as long as you're doing more good than bad, I guess, uh, when it comes to days, then yeah, you're getting in a better place. Obviously, if you were, <laughs> if this was happening a lot, then it would become an issue. Um, you know, if you were having too many bad days in a week, say three days every week you were a shambles, then yeah, you probably wouldn't make progress. But, you know, I think a lot of people will do well for a short period of time you know, three weeks, four weeks, like a lot of people I speak to will say that, oh, I was doing really well for a month or two. And then quite often they'll go off track, feel horrendous about it, and then promise themselves they'll get back on it next week. And then next week returns next month. And then before they know it, they're back to square one. So we will avoid that at all costs. We want to make sure that we don't beat ourselves up. We get straight back on it. And if you do that, Again, like I say, in a few days' time, any weight you've put on it will come flying off. Most of it's just water anyway. So guys, hope you found that useful. Like literally, that is the five things I've noticed that kind of my top clients have done um, consistently. Like number one was planning their meals before the food shop. Like that is a game changer alone. Number two was being consistent with their step count, making that a habit, you know, making it a part of your routine to go out for a walk at some point. Number three was planning which days they exercise with the day and time. Uh, you know, being smart with that as well. Number four was learning when to push and when to pull back. So if you have challenging weeks, make it easier to take action, not harder. Don't put extra stress on your plate. You know, be smart with your weeks. And number five was they don't beat themselves up after a bad day. You know, they draw a line in the sand, they get back on it. It's not the end of the world. They accept that, yeah, this normal from time to time to um, go off track. We all have stressful lives. Everybody's got stress in their lives. We've all got our own challenges, etc. So, you know, don't beat yourself up about it. You know, be kind to yourself, get back on it and play the long game. And if you do that, that's when you get results. Like you see some of the results on our page. That's exactly what those individuals have done. So hopefully you've taken some value away from that. Um, hope you're all having a brilliant Friday so far. I think this time next week's Mad Friday. Uh, that's, a, that's a good old night out. I haven't been out Mad Friday for bloody years. Um, but no, no, I'm, I'm sure if anybody's listening to this and headed out for Mad Friday, have a, have a good one. Um, but no, hope everyone has a nice weekend and we will catch up with everyone next week.